they've been talking a lot of things. Sometimes there is this feeling, thinking, the dominion comes to those who are perfect. Now the Holy Spirit had to interrupt me this evening and he had to tell me to teach on this. So we are going there now. If we are not very sensitive, we can become religious. Uh, all right? Because we can think perfect things will only happen to perfect people. No, it's not true. Okay? Yes, God is calling us to be perfected. But he's not looking for perfect people. Okay? It's very important. You know, our journey with the Lord will be less miserable if we embrace our weakness, okay, and be real with Him. I don't know why you're all. Okay, I'll let you guys. <laughs> so, our journey with the Lord is a tender, real journey. There's nothing fake with him. He is not rejecting somebody because they're not perfect. In fact, he takes the rejected ones. Ah, so the Lord began to tell me, and he's speaking to you and to me. You're ready? You're ready, right? All of you are ready on Zoom? Let me start with this. The Lord is not looking for perfect people. Nice place to say amen. You're like, what trick? No, there's no trick. The Lord is not looking for perfect people. But he's looking for people that can be perfected through his grace. And those people are the ones who will learn. Okay, don't miss these words. The art of perfect dependency on him. That is what he is looking into. He's not looking at you to come to him saying, yes, sir, I'm perfect. No. He's looking at you to come to him and say, I am not perfect. I am messed up. I'm broken in this area. But Lord, I'm perfectly depending on you. The art of perfect leaning. In fact, people who can learn to lean on the Holy Spirit are the most powerful people on earth. It is not the amount of anointing that's come on your life that makes you successful. It is the amount of anointing you yield to. The amount of your yielded leaning on him. How much you depend on him is what makes you different. Can somebody say an amen? 
Wow. And whatever I said, I've said a lot. The people of old, whether we look at the generals of God in the Bible and the generals of God historically in revivals, none of them were perfect. You know what? Some people, they just abandoned everything and they went after God. God began to lift them up. And that thing, how God can lift, a, lift up a person who's going after him like that, itself is a grace. You know something, people online? If you ever find yourself hungry to go after him in pursuit of this Lord, and your hunger and thirst cannot be quenched by anything else. But you are so longing and desiring and getting hungry to him. It is a sign that there is a grace that is calling you into. Wow, 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 wow. It's a place where you really receive it. That hunger. You know, some people can say, oh, I'm so hungry for the Lord. Brother, sister, is it your hunger? Or he gave you that. Oof. In fact, for you to seek him, he called you. In fact, you to begin your journey with him, he invited you. This hunger and this thirst and this invitation is a grace that is already given to your life. And when you begin to pursue that, in that you will learn in that you will learn, not anywhere else, the art of depending on him for everything. And it is in that place of dependency, he will begin to shift you. He does not just begin to shift you, he begins to sift you. You know what is sifting? That I know. You take a wheat and you sift, the shaft comes out and the real grain begins to become visible. The spirit of the Lord God says to you tonight, you're not I'm prophesying if you, you know that your season is not only shifting but you're also being sift at the same time because you're coming to a different location in the spirit, says the spirit of God. The targeting of the enemy will be hard. He will have to struggle to find you because you are shifting locations in the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Can somebody shout an amen and receive this prophetic word into their spirit? Because you're shifting locations in the spirit. The enemy comes to your usual address and he shall not find you there because you have been transported to another place in the spirit. Your address in the spirit is changing tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are becoming invisible. Say like, Such is the grace of God. Such is the grace of God. That when you become so hungry for him, you think it is you, but he's calling you to locate you to another dimension in the spirit. That is what God did to Moses. That is what he did to Moses. Oh, oh go, Open your Bibles with me, please. And uh, let's go to Exodus chapter 4. 
I have a sense in my spirit, it is so clear today. He is shifting us, he is sifting us, and he is locating us to a different place in the spirit. Your vantage point is being shifted. You know what's a vantage point? You have a better view. You have a higher altitude. Less noise. Come on now. You'll have less noise, better altitude, better vantage point, better view. Let the wings of the spirit flap over this place. Exodus chapter 4, verse 10, 11, 12, 13, and 13. Let's stop at Exodus chapter 4, verse 10, 11, 12. And 13. If you don't mind, can you read the word? Please, let's all rise up to our feet. Yes. Okay. This is Exodus 4, chapter 10. This is the NIV version. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. 13. 13. But Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Wow. Okay, that's good. It can be. Seated now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I believe she read from the NIV version. Sometimes I go to the King James version. And sometimes I go to the ESV version too. So you read this conversation of Moses with whom? Moses is having this conversation with God. Okay? I want you to really catch this in your spirit. After the burning bush encounter. After the burning bush encounter. There is a huge encounter where Moses is having a conversation with the Lord. He's going back and forth with the Lord. Finally, they reached Exodus chapter 4, verse 10. After all that God says, Moses gives a response. And his response is, but Moses said to the Lord, Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent. I'm reading from ESV. Either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I'm slow of speech and of tongue. And you, and you heard the rest of things. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? Mm -hmm. Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? 
God is calling Moses to be a deliverer. To go and represent him. Dominion. To go and represent his authority. To do something in the land of Egypt. That's why I said we've been talking about dominion. And it will be very sad if you think dominion comes only to perfect people. And we can disqualify ourselves from having dominion. Because if we are not sensitive, the enemy will again come and hijack you by saying, you're not good enough. You're not perfect enough. You're not so clean enough. Now you cannot have dominion in your life. And when you buy into his lies, his guilt, huh? his condemnation, we bail out our dominion. Moses is a perfect example of that. Okay? Born in, in with his people. Raised in the king's palace. Knows the ways of the Egyptians. Well, actually he was very good at everything. He grew up like a prince. Now he has a revelation to be a deliverer for the people of God. Meaning what? To be a leader, to have dominion and to do something for God. In his all his passion, you know, I, I feel like I'm orating the story. He goes and kills somebody and then he feels like his calling got short-circuited because of his guilt, because of his fear, because of his intimidation, he runs away. Okay. Now, chapter 3 of Exodus is coming after his long journey of running away from his own self. Coming to this place, uh, in chapter 3, he begins to have an encounter with the Lord. Hmm. And in that burning bush experience, the Lord begins to speak to him. Encounter. And finally, Moses rejects the call of God for the reason that he thinks he is imperfect. Are you with me? Please, are you with me? The only reason Moses at this point is saying no is because there is a writing on his heart which says he's disqualified to have dominion. In the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit and every voice of disqualification that is written on your heart. May it be removed and be revoked in the name of Jesus. In fact, may the Lord give you the grace to renounce, ah, renounce that disqualification you're held on to in your spirit in the name of Jesus. That when the time comes when God is prophesying over you and God is speaking over you, instead of embracing the destiny, you're sitting and questioning your own ability. Ah. 
Do you see this? Do you see this? Instead of embracing the gift that God is pouring over you, my dear, why are you sitting there and saying, am I good enough for this? Who is the one who made you? He is God and his spirit is speaking over you tonight. And he's saying, I am qualifying you, Moses. Every time I say Moses, I'm talking to you. Okay, people on Zoom. Every time I say Moses, it is you. You, not your neighbor. Tell not your neighbor, it's me. You know, you know, you know, this Moses is so brave. This Moses is so bold. I question where his boldness is coming from. His boldness was rooted in his failure. He was confident that he is good for nothing. I break your confidence of failure in the mighty name of Jesus. May the handwriting of failure be rebuked over your life in the name of Jesus. I come to you as a sent voice of God this night, authorized by heaven. I speak over you that may your confidence in your failures breaks tonight in the name of Jesus. People on Zoom, I break your confidence of your brokenness and your failure that nothing good is coming out of me. I shut that word over your life in the name of Jesus. I release the voice of God that goodness is coming you goodness is chasing you and you're about to rise and shift your location in the spirit oh moses you have some boldness to tell god oh my lord i am not eloquent either in the past yes god knows your past moses i am talking to moses here Woman Moses and male Moses. Moses means deliverer. Moses means the called of God. I am talking to you. Yes. How much confidence do you have in your past? I am not eloquent either in the past. Hmm. How much are you attached to your past? It is time to bury that past and to move on. Oh, sometimes this can feel like a broken record, what the Holy Spirit keeps telling you, but the Holy Spirit cannot take you to your future. If you want to be married to your past, let go and go, says the Spirit of God tonight. You got to say bye-bye past. You are in the past and that's why you're called the past. I have passed you and I'm going into my future and nothing shall hold me. This is one thing I do. Forgetting the past, I press towards the goal that God has set before me. It is time, Moses, you say, it is enough. I am going into my destiny. And God will every now and then come and tug on your heart and say, wake up. One of the punishments in the Roman culture was they, 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 they will kill a dead body. You know, they will attach a dead body to a living person. And the living person will be attached to a dead body. Eventually, the living person dies with the dead body. You know, what is that symbolic of? That's why Paul began to say, I am no slave to my past. I'm no slave to my death. You know, your things that are dead, let it go from your life. If it is dead, bury it and move on, says the Spirit of God. Listen, I have to tell you this. You're not here by accident. If you're hearing this, it is loud and clear the Holy Spirit is talking to you. I believe that. 
either you know moses says either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant ah since you have spoken to your servant but i'm slow of speech and of tongue in other words moses is saying god wait a minute if you're this great of god which i know you are okay people on zoom you're with me if you're this powerful god who knows my past present my future moses is saying god you know my weakness you know i'm not perfect i can't speak properly he had a stammering problem and god is saying you will represent me and you will talk for me he is being very genuine but he is being so genuine that he is telling god i am not eloquent either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant i am slow of speech and of tongue since you have spoken to your servant meaning moses is saying look god i'm enjoying this encounter right now you are talking to me face to face i'm hearing your voice this burning bush is talking to me and my mind is driving me crazy but i'm hearing your voice this is amazing i'm having an encounter with you but in, in this encounter i'm hearing that you are telling me that i will represent you but there's so much brokenness and failure in my life and you know what god the best part is i'm not healed yet you didn't notice that he's saying god i'm struggling to respond back to you even now in this encounter i am thinking god when i'm encountering you i will be fully fixed my stammering will disappear in an instant but god i'm still speaking to you and my weakness remains come on people of god do you see this i'm speaking to you god and i believe this is an encounter but i still feel a certain way and there is still that weakness in me there is still that brokenness in me there's still that rejection in my heart i'm not able to overcome it god why is that god speaks to him then the lord said to him who has made man's mouth now god is calling out his card as a creator he says i have made your mouth who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind is it not i the lord verse 12 now therefore go ah you need to hear the answer of the lord now therefore go and i will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak are you with me people of god now therefore go and i will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak listen i want to show you something moses is saying god you can't help me you're not helping me okay one more time moses is saying god i'm enjoying this supernatural encounter a plant which is on fire is talking to me and i see your angel manifesting this is beautiful amazing encounter lord but i don't see anything change for me in the natural i'm still struggling and then that's why moses says you know what god just forget it pick somebody else who's perfect just leave me alone 
and God is trying to convince. You see something? I want you to read this pattern. God, the creator, is convincing his creation. Hey, listen, I have a deal for you which is better than any other deal. Please don't lose me now. I have a deal for you which is beyond every other deal available. I am the one who made mouth. I am the one who can make people see here. But I'm giving you a special deal, Moses. The deal is, I am going to be with you. Ooh. Okay, one more time. Let me try this. God is saying, Moses, I know I'm not going to fix you. But I'm going to be with you. Moses, I'm not going to heal your brokenness and your weakness. But I am going to be with you. I'm going to teach you the art. I'm going back to what I started. The art of perfect dependency on me. Oh, Ratha Bayata. Moses, I'm going to teach you in your weakness, in your imperfections, in your brokenness, that you will just depend. You will just lean on me so much that you will know that I am with you and you're going to function beyond you. You're going to function beyond your calling, beyond your grace, beyond your anointing. You will begin to function like me because I'm making you a deal of deals. I'm very excited with this word. I'm going to make a deal with you which is beyond every deal. I will be with you, Moses. You don't need a new mouth. All you need is the mouth that makes mouths to be with you. You see this? You see this? You see this? He's saying, I will not change your situation. I will not change that bad situation you're going through. But in that situation, I will be with you in my presence. I'm going to sit around you, Moses. I will accompany you, Moses. And we will divide the Red Sea. We will conquer the mountains. We will kill the giants. We will open the Red Sea. And Moses, your name will be written next to my name. Come on, somebody. People on Zoom, are you hearing what the Lord is speaking to you tonight? Perfect dependency. The art of leaning on your master. And Moses said, Lord, I'm not good for anything. I am a failure. Yes, I know. I know you, Moses. I made you, Moses. I crafted your heart in a certain way that when people reject you, you will go into your hiding rejected. Tonight, the Lord is wants to heal your rejection. Can I tell you something? Rejection is the place of promotion with God. God has a way of picking those who are rejected. I'm telling you, this is the nature of God. Show me the lonely ones. Show me the rejected ones. Show me the ones who have nobody to talk to. I will tell you how much encounters they'll have with God. Listen, you can come and tell me, oh, Chetan hears from God, everything. Hey, do you know my story? I'm not questioning you. I'm just telling you. I was one lonely kid who had nobody to talk to. And I just developed this relationship with the Holy Spirit. I had nobody to look to. And I began to say, God, you're my best friend. Let's talk. That loneliness, that rejection from people became my acceptance with the Lord. This God knows to pick you up in the point of your rejection. 
Is people hearing me on Zoom? I know you are. It is easy for him to pick you up when everybody has left you aside. This is my God, the one who loves you, the lover of your soul. Ah, his name is Jesus. When everyone leaves you behind, he's the one who sits and waits for you. When everyone thumps you, he's there saying, my beloved, I am the one who's with you. God, I messed up. I'm a failure. I'm good for nothing. I will be with you. This Jesus. This Jesus. Lord, I don't know how to make my ends meet. I don't know, Lord. I don't know. Do you want to lean on me? Maybe we can make a better deal with each other. That now on, you don't have to carry this load. God is speaking to somebody through these words. Maybe you don't have to carry this load all by yourself. Come to me. Lay it on me. Let's become partners in this. This God. Yet he wants to share his dominion with you by sharing your pain, by taking your dependency on him. Now, therefore, go. I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. But he said, oh, my Lord, please send someone else. Moses, if God wanted to send someone else, why did he find you? Because he wants, the Lord is, this is a prophetic service. Tonight's prophetic is very clear. He's speaking to you one-on-one. -on -one. He's just using me as a messenger. You are telling God, why you need me? Go find somebody else. God says, no, I'm not interested in the others because they know too much. They have so many you know, trophies with them. They are so good at this and that. They're so pride-filled. They, they know how to do it. But I, Moses, I love you because because you acknowledge who you are. Mm, mm. Lando, the presence of God just shifted in this room. People on Zoom. He's telling you, I love you, Moses. In fact, you are the right one for me. No, God, I don't want to go. No, I want you. You know, tonight you came here not to hear a sermon. You came here to hear the heartbeat of your God to you. You came here to hear what is his heart for you. Yes, Lord, every time I miss the mark. Okay, but I want you because now when you begin to depend on me, ah, I can lift you up from a nobody to somebody and then the world can say, this is in fact the doing of the Lord. La robo shanda rebarata. Oh, rekeni yondo lobori acha. Who is the Lord speaking to tonight? Who is the Lord talking to tonight? People on Zoom? Are you still going to tell him, ha, find someone else, Lord? Don't turn him down. 
It's not the time to turn him down. It's the time to embrace him. You know what? Nobody else can fill that vacuum in your life. Nobody else can lift you up in the way he will. Perfect dependency. Every time you get closer and closer to God, you will see more and more flaws in yourself. But God is not doing that so that you will run away from him. In fact, he's doing that so that you will cling to him. Huh? Perfect dependency. That when you walk, the Holy Spirit walks with you. That when you stretch forth your hand, he stretches out his hand with you. When you pray, heaven hears you because not even you, the voice of God is radiating through you. Everything you do, your whole life is becoming prophetic. Your life is becoming like that of a Moses. Everywhere you go, you are intentional. You don't go in your confidence. You're like, oh God, I need you. 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 Can somebody cry out to him tonight? He's shifting you. He's sifting you. And he's shifting your location. Address in the spirit is being shifted. You know, the moment you depend on him like this, your address in the spirit is shifting. You're no more in the lower levels. You're going to the higher level, higher dimensions. Because now God can deal with you. If you're thinking tonight, oh, oh, there is so much more to preach. I'm almost done. I'm done. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Oh, don't, 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 Jesus. If this cannot move us to dependency, what else will it move us to? Can you cry out to him today and say, Lord, Jacob, Jacob is a perfect example. When he has come to the point of his life, now he has to let go of all his wives, two wives, daughters, you know, like children, everything. He lets, sends them all away. He sends everything that he has away. And the Bible says he's left alone with God. What for? Because he knows his tricks are not going to work anymore. His tricks are useless in the place where he was born. <laughs> He's, he knows his tricks are no good. His brother is coming to kill him. He knows it's the end of his game. How oh, he turns and says, God, I seek you like none other. An angel becomes visible to him. Dependency. Too long. It's, it's a kind of a relationship where we need to depend on him. And then he depends on us. We depend on him. It becomes a beautiful song with the Lord. It is in that place things begin to shift for you. Zanta prasakariyata. But here we are, I'm talking to you, waiting to be perfected. One day I will please him. <laughs> All the best, my brother. All of your life you'll have to wait. <laughs> All of our years you'll have to say, one day I will please the Lord. I wish you all the best. I'll pray for you.
But the day you come and say, Lord, here I am on my face. Please. That becomes your encounter. That begins a new beginning in you. I love what Catherine Goldman said. God is not looking for golden vessels. Not looking for silver vessels. He's looking for yielded vessels. Father, tonight I have done exactly what you told me to do. I don't want to be the owner of these services, Lord. Lord, forgive our pride. Forgive our hypocrisy. Forgive us. We come before you. Jesus, only you can do what no man, no woman can do. Put your finger on the details of our heart. The unfulfilled vacuums, the vacancies, the lies, the trauma, the rejection, the brokenness, the failures, the past memories that haunts us, God. Lord, with all of that, we present ourselves and say, Lord, Please be with me. Come on, people of God. Can you cry out to him and say, Lord, this is who I am. There's no hiding, shifting shadows before God. You just tell him, this is who I am. Please help me, Lord. I need you to be a warrior. I need you to have dominion. I need you to reign as a son and a daughter on earth. I want your presence, Lord. I want your nearness, God. Please. I've not come here to show off who I am. I've come here to be before you. Please accept me. People of God, tonight is not only shifting you, it's sifting you. Your address is changing. Your address is changing. You're going into the places of royalty. My goodness. The presence of God is just filling up this room. Today is the day of your deliverance, says the Lord. Next 24 hours, people online, divine deliverance is entering your life. What has to be sift is being sift and broken off from your history. He's taking it out. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Let your blood respond to this word. Let your heart respond to this word. Let any toxins in your blood be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Kidneys, eyesight, everything respond. Respond to the voice of God tonight. Meet your maker, body, soul, and spirit. Meet your maker. It's time for encounter. Oh, we don't need lengthy prophecies when we come to a meeting like this where God is interacting with you. May we hear, I'm not excluding myself, may we hear his heart beat for us tonight. He's calling you. Teach us the art of depending on you, Lord. Enough is enough of our own striving. Come to you.